0: in the wall from the corner of my room it takes so long to cover all brush strokes that look like you and i can sense that I'm not quite myself cuz I'm someone else without you welcome la, 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 la. Welcome, welcome, welcome welcome to now the episode of the Sunday punch podcast let's get into it i uh i didn't do i didn't do shit this weekend man i didn't do shit I just watched uh, wild card football. That's not true. I mean, I am I think I have a new normal of like I haven't done shit this weekend because I still woke up at 5.30 a.m. and went to the gym and, and read a chapter of a book. And then before football, I <clears throat> got some – I've been just working on the weekends for like three hours at a time. Just to, just so when Monday comes around, everyone's like, how are you doing all of this? And it's because I'm not going out i'm not drinking i'm not having fun so what do i do i work and now i'm ahead of you on monday by the way no more sunday scaries either i do like 3 hours of work on on saturday and this was a long weekend so i got two th- i got i got a full day of work in by monday i don't even have to work i mean today's tuesday but tuesday i don't even have to work anymore Little hack, little life hack, little David Goggins life hack for you. But let's get into wildcard weekend. Um, San Francisco, Seattle. Okay. Why is no one talking about Brock Purdy? (laughs) This is a third string quarterback who basically looks like Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. I was trying to think of who he reminds me of, and I can't think of it. There's only one Brock Purdy, Adam. There's only one Brock Purdy. I don't know. I don't know who he reminds me of. Because he's, like, different from all the quarterbacks. He's got, like... You know, he's a little shorter. But, I mean, I don't want to start relating him to, like, Drew Brees. Because that's insane. But... He's good. Look, he's a third-string guy. We're not talking about him at all. He's about to, like, to me it's totally possible he wins the Super Bowl, and we're all just going to be like, yeah, yeah. Nobody's freaking out about that story. I don't understand. Third string guy comes in. I mean, the Ravens had a second string guy come in and then he tries to jump from the three yard line over the top and, and score. I mean, these are the boneheaded plays that backups do. And Brock Purdy's a third stringer and he can't miss. What was his stats? What were his stats in this game? 18 for 30. Brock Purdy, 18 for 30, 332 yards and three touchdowns. That's that's Hall of Fame numbers. Like I saw today, they are like, oh, where's Tom Brady going to go next? Odds are plus 250. These are the best odds. He goes to San Francisco. I'm like, why the hell do they need Tom Brady? Let's add another quarterback to the 49ers. They got Brock Purdy. They got Jimmy G. They got Trey Lance. Like, like if you got Purdy and he goes and, let's say, wins the Super Bowl, well, what's the fucking, like, why do you want Tom Brady then? You already got your quarterback. Seattle made it interesting in the first half. Um, Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, I never had a doubt though. Seattle's defense isn't very good. Geno Smith is, let's be honest, I mean, he had a great year this year. Uh, But to me, he's still a backup quarterback to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's a. Maybe he's going to go somewhere else. I don't know. He's got to keep his options open. He's probably not going to come back to Seattle if you had to ask me. But they kept it interesting. Um, The one thing that's worrisome for the 49ers is it seems like they could get uh, blown out over the top. I mean, DK Metcalf had just a huge game um, a couple of times. Uh, who is who is that guy? Walker on their team? Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember everyone's name on everyone's team. That's insane. Let's go to the recap. Maybe I can uh, – the box score? Do they have tackles in here or something? Maybe I can find this guy's name. Here we go. Ward. Ward is supposed to be, like, top cornerback. Uh, he was getting burned all day. So that's a little worrisome uh, as they go and play Dallas next. And Dallas looked good versus Tampa. Although, the Tampa, well, we'll get there. Tampa sucks. I don't know why I didn't bet that game. It was so obvious that Dallas is way better but it's something about Tom Brady where you're like, oh, I guess I can't bet against him because they got Tom Brady. It's like they were eight and nine; they sucked all year. Dallas has a great offense, and and the defense was good at at one point in time. Like, why am I overthinking this? I didn't bet anything, so I actually won money this weekend. I had a little parleyzy. I did uh, Buffalo to win, uh, San Fran to win, and Baltimore to cover nine and a half, which which definitely happened. Then after the San Fran game we had the epic collapse of the Chargers. And if you're just tuning into the NFL, this is just another of the many collapses uh, that the Chargers have done throughout the years. I don't know what they're doing. It's like you enter the building when they were in San Diego, now they're in LA. It's like you enter the building and they're like, Hey, you're gonna your your soul's gonna get crushed. I just want you to know that while you're on this team, like we're gonna lose a couple pretty bad. Uh, These will be epic losses. I I just want to get—I just like you're gonna go home and have dinner with your wife and see your kid. But I want to tamper your expectations for life because you're gonna have some crushing losses. Uh, up twenty-seven zero. You'd think up 27-0, you'd be like, you know what we should do? We should waste the clock by running it. They ran it seven times in the second half. Seven. They ran it seven times. How do you let that happen? The coach, he's still not fired. I don't know what's going on like what more proof do you need that this guy sucks brandon staley he's doing like crouching tiger hidden dragon on the sidelines he's going in like full doggy style mode before the game with cameras on him staley to return his chargers head coach three hours ago wow i'm gonna sneeze wait a second I'm not editing that out. I hope you guys heard that sneeze. Ugh. That's what people want to hear, Adam. Snot rocketing through your nostrils. I don't under Three hours ago, breaking news on the Sunday Punch Podcast. Daily to return as head coach. Let me go ahead and uh, see here. Okay. Staley has a 19-16 and record, including the playoffs in two seasons. He has Justin Herbert, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler. That's underachieving. And then you had the most epic collapse in the playoffs. They fire, uh, instead, they fire the uh, offensive coordinator. Lombardi. Wow, I just can't believe this, man. I would have fired him I would have fired him immediately after the game. You don't I get it with the offensive coordinator, but the head coach has got to just be like, "Look, dude, run the ball." Whatever. What an what an epic an epic collapse by the Chargers. If you're a Chargers fan, you had to after that game be like on your balcony just staring into the abyss, just be like is this the day? Is this the day I jump? This could be the day I jump, folks. <clears throat> or maybe you're just so numb to it by now, right? It's like it's like the dad is like your kids all hate you. You haven't had sex with your wife in years. And you're just numb to it you're just sitting there on the couch with potato chips on your on your belly just falling from your mouth and you just have grease on your fingers and you're just numb watching jimmy kimmel while you think Where did it all go wrong? Was it back in college? Should I have gone with that other girl? Should I have chosen something different? If I didn't get hitched so quickly, maybe I would have chosen that other job. Maybe I would have done something else. Maybe I would have been somebody. Maybe. That's what they're like. They're just so numb to the fact um, that the Chargers just keep choking. If you have Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, Mike Williams, good offensive line, decent offensive line. Let's not get crazy here. Uh, you should be in the Super Bowl conversation and it just feels like they went into the playoffs and people are like, I don't know, maybe the Jags win. Why? The Jags had the worst record in the league last year and they had Urban Meyer who was uh hooking up with random chicks uh on video camera and, and was like one of the most disruptive, dysfunctional organizations in the world. And, and we're just thinking, oh, the Chargers should win by two versus that team. That was a utter mess last year. I just can't believe that no one that this man was not fired immediately after the game. Get me a job on the Chargers. I want that job security. Get me a job as someone cleaning up on the Chargers. I'll never leave the stadium. Adam, you left all the doors unlocked and you you set the the stadium on fire, but it's okay. We're going to keep you around because we're the chargers. All right. Miami uh, versus Buffalo. Pleasantly surprised with that game. Usually I go with the old um, quarterback's name is Skyler has no shot whatsoever. He didn't have a great game, but he put the ball a couple times. I swear to God, if he completed four passes that were just straight-up dropped by Waddle and the bunch, he probably would have had another, like, 150 yards throwing. What's going on with Buffalo, though? Miami had no business being in that game. Josh Allen seems determined to turn it over three times a game. I thought they were going to rally. I thought there was going to be, like, 40-0. to zero. Don't get me wrong, I was pleasantly surprised. I'm sitting on my couch. I'm like, this is going to be a shit show. And then I'm like, oh, this is a pretty good game. I'm texting my buddy Chris Alexandrich, who's a Miami Dolphins fan. He had hope. There was hope happening in Miami, folks. I wonder what Tua was doing. Tua was drinking out of a straw. He was having a good time in the in the in the hospital. They're like, Tua, you, you no, you have to write your name on this paper. What the hell is he gonna do? I don't want to make fun of someone that's like literally going through brain damage. I take everything back. That was out of line. That was in bad taste. I don't know why I gravitate towards that. That was in bad taste. <sighs> That was another one, Tom Brady. They're like, oh, maybe Tom Brady goes to the Dolphins. Tom Brady, you're going to be 46. Give it up, dude. I love you, brother, but give it up, dude. I don't know. So then Buffalo is not going to play the the Bengals. We'll get to that game. I'm going to go out of my mind once we get to the Baltimore-Cincy game. Josh Allen has got to stop falling in love with like, like the worst thing that that could happen to Josh Allen is he throws a, a 40 yard completion in the first quarter because then he thinks, here we go. I can, I can throw the ball 50 yards every single time. He falls in love with his own like lore, you know, he's like, uh, Staring at himself in the river, you know, he's, he's Narcissus. Is that the ancient God? Narcissus. Narcissistic. Narcissus, man. Beautiful youth in Greek mythology pines away for love at his own reflection and then is turned into the Narcissus flower. Yeah, that's Josh Allen staring at himself in a pond. just take the check down. Just take the the bills are a great team. Just take the check down. Then you got Tony Romo. My God, I used to like Tony Romo. Could you, could you love Josh Allen more in a game? Could you like be openly rooting for one team more in a game? I thought that was like against the rules. I guess it's not. Every single time Josh Allen was coming in, he was like, here he is. Here's the alien. By the way, no one has called him the alien ever. Tony Romo was like, and that's why they call him the alien. Who's they? There is no they calling him the alien. And then everything Josh Allen was doing was not his fault. Tony Romo's like, ah yeah, yeah that was an incomplete pass but you see the defensive lineman almost got a, a hand on that and so josh allen actually had to rocket that 50 yards behind the receiver it's like a defensive lineman's hand is going to be up every time tony god um giants minnesota that's one of where like the entire public was on the giants And like, it screamed of everybody's on the Giants choose Minnesota. And it actually just turned out everyone was right. Rare, rare in this, in this league that I think is fixed. And and there's conspiracy theories rare that you see uh, the public being like, well, Minnesota is fraudulent. Uh, Minnesota uh, has a minus nine. Did you know this? Minnesota had minus 19 point differential for the for the year. That means they won all of their games by like one or two. And then when they lost, it was by like 25. So actually they like if you if you looked at their point totals for the year, they were minus 19. <laughs> They're the luckiest team in human history. I read that. So then everyone's on the giants, right? Because of this. And like, usually Vegas is like, uh, somebody going to the New York locker room and, and put, um, put some poison in their drinks, make them, make them all sick or something. But no giants. Give them credit, man. Daniel Jones has been on a heater. He went in there and he, uh, he did his, he, he, here's a question. Uh Uh-oh, I'm about to get crazy. I'm about to get crazy. Would you rather have Daniel Jones right now than Tom Brady? I would. Would you rather have Daniel Jones than Lamar Jackson? I definitely would. We'll get there. Daniel Jones is making himself some money. But I would like to uh, pump the brakes here. Minnesota's uh, pass defense. I mean... My God, they're bad. My God, they're bad. I don't know what they were running. They were running like quadrants out there. It was like it was like first and 10 in the first quarter. They were like, prevent, do the prevent defense. Like, how do you not, you just played the Giants a couple weeks ago. How do you not change your defense at all? They got some playmakers on defense. But they're just like, that. speaking of a guy that needs to be fired, their defensive coordinator, I don't even know who it is might have already happened. Vikings defensive coordinator, Ed Donatel. It's his first season. Thirteen hours ago, why firing Donatel is not the solution. And that's from uh, that's from Vikings, uh, Vikings territory. Janik Eckhard said that. I don't know, man. I need to see some immediate improvement if someone's coming in as the defensive coordinator. Star Tribune said they got to fire Ed Donatel. I don't know who to listen to. I'm sorry, I'm just reading this right now. I just need to... Okay, dude, Daniel Jones had 379 yards insane oh yeah donatel it's not the, his problem he's playing quadrants all game <sighs> oh, my God. donatel's fault that this defense is predictable and passive there you go old and slow at too many positions Ay, ay, ay. I was worried. I was rooting for the Vikings. I wanted, you know, I wanted them to prove everyone wrong. But I'll tell you one thing. Anybody can throw on the Vikings. And uh, I wouldn't get too excited if I was a Giants fan. I think Eagles are going to smoke their ass. Okay, let's all talk about the last play in that game, though. So, a couple plays earlier, they get an outrageous roughing the passer call against, uh, I think it was Thibodeau. But anyway, Kirk Cousins, he gets thrown down a little bit too hard, man. And so, they give him 15 yards. You know, they fuck, fuck around a couple plays. It's fourth and eight. Kirk Cousins throws the ball two yards to TJ Hawkinson who is covered, he's already being tackled. It's not like, all right, TJ Hawkinson is a little bit open. I know he's not near the first down, but I think if he gets ahead of steam, does, does one juke, maybe he can get it, right? Then you're trusting your guy. Even still, I never would throw it behind the line to gain. TJ Hawkinson is completely covered. Kirk Cousins throws it to him, game over. They will never win with Kirk Cousins. He does too many stupid things like this. And if you're a Vikings fan, you are constantly living in purgatory right now. You want to know what purgatory is? The place between heaven and hell where you just sit in a blank room and eat saltine crackers all day? It's being a Vikings fan because you know deep down there's no way you can win a super bowl with Kirk Cousins and he, and he you know it's it, it is what it is right what's his contract Kirk Cousins contract number one search result in 2023 cousins will earn a base salary of 10 million and a roster bonus of 20 million my god fully guaranteed This man makes far too much money. But this is 2023 is his last year on this contract. Look, I like the guy. I don't like, I mean, he's got a great smile. He looks like uh, Mr. Uh, Boy Next Door. He's like uh, being polite. He's shaking your dad's hand before he takes you out on a date. I'm like, come on! Not like I don't like the guy, but he makes stupid decisions, just like Staley in in uh, for the Chargers. You got to get rid of him. All right, let's talk about Baltimore Cincy. You know what the worst thing is, is I got hope during this game. I know, by the way, nine and a half, far too much for an AFC North game. That's why I, I bet the house on it. But the problem is the hope that it gave me was really sad. Because here are the Ravens. They're playing rough and tumble football. The Bengals lose their left tackle. Eli Apple gets banged up. The Ravens score a couple times, which with Tyler Huntley rarely happens. We're driving. Late in the third quarter. We get down to the one. First play, Huntley. Wide open fullback in the flat, underthrows him by two yards. Backup quarterback. What do you expect? Second play. I can't remember if this was the second play or not. But after he... No, second play, they hand it off to Gus Edwards. He gets a yard. (sighs) Third down. They're at the two. They hike the ball, and Huntley tries to jump over the pile and reach the ball out to get a touchdown. Huntley is not Josh Allen. Huntley is not Trevor Lawrence. He does not—he's not big enough to do it. It's a bad call. He reaches it out, gets hit out, fumble, returned all the way for a touchdown— not even going to talk about the block in the back, because who gives a fuck? The, the play was already over. The The game was over as soon as he did that. A play like that is so soul-crushing. It's like working your hardest. On, like, a research paper. And you, you it's almost perfect, it's almost perfect, and you spill water on your computer. That's what it's like. Sure, you can do the research paper again, you can start from scratch, but your soul has been crushed. That play almost killed me, I'm not gonna lie. I'm sitting there, feeling like a child again, on the floor, crisscross applesauce, head pounding with a headache. Like, like, migraine almost immediately. Think, hoping for miracles. Hoping he reached it far enough. Hoping this isn't the way we go out to the fucking bangles, to the fucking bangles. Please, God, I'm praying. Doesn't answer. Play stands. Soul crushed. Even when they come back and they're like trying to drive. And he would have gone for so they get the ball back. Let's let's fast forward. Bengals cannot do shit on offense. They lost their left tackle. We get the ball back. Down by a touchdown. Driving. I don't give a fuck about the clock mismanagement or anything because our soul was snatched already. Nothing mattered after that play. And you know what is the most disgusting part about all of this game? Is Lamar Jackson didn't even travel with the team. Lamar Jackson chose to be selfish. And let personal vendettas get in the way of the team. Could have offered advice on the sideline. Could have been a rallying force for them. Refused to travel with the team. I am done with Lamar Jackson. I am not paying someone $250 million. If you can't even be bothered to be a leader, if you can't even be bothered to be present, to be committed to the team, even if you're injured, you're not worth guaranteed money after that you're not worth gambling on after that. It's time to throw the franchise tag on him unrestricted so that some team has to give us two first round picks for him by matching the offer. And that's what we should do with Lamar Jackson. Let's start over. I think the relationship is beyond repair after you don't show up to a playoff game. You know, you know, I'm not one of these people to say, you know, he wasn't, you know, brace it up like Mike Vick said, or you got to play through it. If you're injured, you're injured. I get it. You travel with the team. And that was just disgusting to me. And I stayed up all night thinking about it. And uh, I need to, I got to stop with this, man. I'm like, I'm losing years off my life by watching the fucking Ravens. All right, let's cover the Dallas-Tampa Bay game. Clear as day, Dallas is better. Tom had no chance. The line can't block for him. He might have lost. I don't know. He had some good throws, but he's not on the same page with his receivers. Um, the fact that anyone thought this game was going to be close is um, kind of amazing to me because Tampa Bay sucked all year. <laughs> I've done every week of podcasting saying they've sucked all year. And we were going to let uh one game versus the Carolina Panthers where Tom Brady connects with uh, Mike Evans three times. Uh, we we're going to let that game say he's back versus the Carolina Panthers. Come on, man. Dak looked good. Dak looked really good. It was good to see him bounce back. Um They got all the weapons, man, in Dallas. They really do. Um, If they can just not choke, Mike McCarthy is going to be the downfall of them. Either that, or Brett Maher, uh, the field goal kicker, missed four extra points. I felt so bad for him. I really did. I, um, you know, Dak's. But this is the funny thing, and Dak even said this after the game. Dak's allowed to have a shitty game, but the kicker's not. They wanted him. They want the kicker fired. It's like, what Dak won't well, we'll fire Dak from last game then. What, are you going to bring some guy off the street and say, hey, playing a fucking playoff game now versus the 49ers? No, you got to stick with your guy and go with him. Anyhow, I think that'll do it for the cast tonight. So 30 minutes. Um, Charles, uh, maybe Monty will join and we'll do a preview of uh, – this coming week's uh, games. I'm excited. This will be a lot of good football. A lot of good football. But it is taking years off my life. Um, thanks for listening. And uh, we'll speak real soon.